In this episode, we're going to look at Kohlberg's theory, which is a cognitive explanation of gender development. Kohlberg's theory in 1966 is cognitive because a child's thinking about their gender is emphasised. Developmental because the theory is concerned with changes in thinking over time. It was proposed that the way a child thinks changes with age. It is a biological process based on changes in brain. This can be applied to gender development. Kohlberg identified three stages in gender development related to these ideas. There are gradual rather than sudden transitions between stages and consequently the ages are appropriate. There are gradual rather than sudden transitions between stages and consequently the ages are approximate. Stage one, gender identity from about two years old. Children are able to correctly identify themselves as a boy or a girl. By three years, most children are able to identify other people as male or female and can select the correct pictures when asked which one of these is like you. Their understanding of gender appears limited to labelling and they have no sense of the permanence of either gender. For instance, a boy at this age may say, when I grow up, I will be a mummy. Stage two is gender stability from about four years old. Children realise that they will stay the same gender over time. However, they still find it challenging to apply this logic to other people and other situations. Stage three, gender constancy from about six years old. Children now recognise that gender remains constant across time and situations and can apply this to other people as well as to themselves. They may be amused by someone with the external appearance of the other sex, for example, a man in a dress, but they understand he is still a man. And gender constancy is the start of a search for gender-appropriate role models. Gender constancy also marks the point when children begin to seek out gender-appropriate role models to identify with and imitate. Kohlberg suggests that once the child has a fully developed and internalised concept of gender, At the constancy stage, they look for evidence which confirms it and gender stereotyping begins to occur. One strength is that there is supporting research evidence. Damon, in 1977, told children a story of George, a boy who liked to play with dolls. The children were asked to comment. Four-year-olds said it was fine. Six-year-olds thought it was wrong. They had developed rules about what they ought to do, which is gender stereotyping. This would suggest that children who have achieved constancy have, as predicted, formed rigid stereotypes regarding gender-appropriate behaviour. As a counterpoint, Bussey and Bandura in 1999 found that children as young as four years old reported feeling good about playing with gender-appropriate toys and bad about doing the opposite. This contradicts Kohlberg's theory and suggests that children begin to absorb gender-appropriate information as soon as they develop gender identity. One limitation is the methodology of supporting studies. Bem, in 1989, suggests it is no wonder younger children are confused by changes in appearance because our culture demarcates gender through clothes and hairstyle. Bem found 40% of children aged 3 to 5 demonstrated constancy if they were first shown a naked photo of the child to be identified. This suggests a typical way of testing gender constancy may misrepresent what younger children actually know. 
Another limitation is that there may be different degrees of constancy. Martin et al. in 2002 suggested an initial degree of constancy may help children choose friends or seek gender information, for instance, and develops before age six. A second degree, which develops later, may heighten responsiveness to gender norms under conditions of conflict, such as choosing appropriate clothes or attitudes. This suggests that the acquisition of constancy may be a more gradual process and begins earlier than Kohlberg thought.